You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Monday, May 2nd. Today we're talking about how Miami coin is crashing, but it won't go away. Before we get into today's top story, remember to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, Europe ditches its plans that would have tightened rules that could have protected survivors of revenge porn and other forms of sexual abuse. Checking in on Wired Science, a new blood test that detects cancer in dogs. But there's a catch. And on Wired Security, we look at how Russia is being hacked at an unprecedented scale. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. On a sweltering Tuesday last August, a new cryptocurrency was born. Called Miami Coin, it was styled as a way for the crypto savvy to support the Magic City and maybe earn some cryptocurrency in the process. A tongue-twisting press release said that Miami Coins were programmable city-based tokens that unlock a new community-driven revenue stream for local governments while bringing collaborative technology to its citizens and ecosystem of stakeholders. In reality, you can do two things with Miami Coin, mine it and stack it. The cryptocurrency created by the Delaware-registered business CityCoins has a circular life cycle. To get some, you need to buy another cryptocurrency token called Stacks, currently priced at about $1 per unit, and use it to bid for Miami Coin. Only one lucky bidder or miner can get Miami Coins every 10 minutes. Losers get nothing but the feeling of having lost their Stacks. Whoever wins Miami Coins can sell them for $0.0015 each as of Tuesday on OKCoin, the only exchange that accepts them. Or they can park them or stack them in crypto parlance to receive periodic rewards in Stacks tokens. Those Stacks rewards come straight from the wallets of more people bidding and losing for Miami coins. Stacks can, in return, be stacked to earn Bitcoin rewards. Michael E. Bloomberg, a visiting researcher at Cornell University's Urban Tech Hub who has served on the board of the Massachusetts local currency venture Berkshires, compares Miami coin to a raffle. You put in a certain kind of resource, and you get out something else, he says. If you win the raffle, you get rewarded in a coin that has no use. Miami coins have no utility within their eponymous city. You cannot pay taxes, buy a bus ticket, or rent a flat in Miami with them, even if proponents say that use cases will be created over time. 
That is not to say that Miami coin is randomly christened, the way many other coins have opportunistically been named after dog breeds or viral TV series. While 70% of all stacks spent by miners vying for Miami coin goes to stackers, the remaining 30% goes to a cryptocurrency wallet earmarked for use by the city's government. CityCoins frames that as a way to express one's support for the city and help to fund valuable projects. As of April 26th, Miami's wallet contains over $13 million in stacks. A city coin is automatically generating revenue that can be pushed back into the city itself, says Patrick Stanley, a Los Angeles-based technologist who was part of Stack's core team until 2020 and is now CityCoin's main representative. The nonprofit is supported by crypto mining communities Civita Guild, Z1, Double Up, Freehold, and the Stacks community. Stanley says that Miami Coin's mining method is not dissimilar to other standard ways of minting cryptocurrency, where various parties vie with each other to upkeep a decentralized system, committing various resources to the effort. Just like in Bitcoin mining you spend electricity, with CityCoins you spend cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency projects rely on the skillful leverage of incentives. One popular technique is to use celebrity endorsement to encourage people to engage with a new cryptocurrency. In a way, CityCoins is doing the same. It's not a government-led project for the city of Miami, but shortly after launch in June 2021, it earned praise from the city's crypto-pilled mayor, Francis Suarez, who tweeted about the first coin being, of course, in Miami. In a Washington Post interview in September, Suarez went as far as to say that the scheme could make it possible to run a government without the citizens having to pay taxes. Confusingly, Suarez later told Coindesk that Miami Coin might one day be used to pay taxes in the city. Following a vote by city commissioners in February, the government of Miami cashed $5.25 million out of its wallet, classified as a donation from city coins, which will be destined to a rental assistance fund. In media appearances, Bloomberg has compared this mechanism to a bribe to inveigle publicity-hungry mayors into endorsing what he considers an unregulated lottery. In a message on CityCoin's own Discord server, he wrote that those who stand most to profit are the people behind stacks, whose tokens are essential to mine Miami coin, and he takes exception with government officials playing along with that. Accepting the money is encouraging participation, Bloomberg says. Should the city take a grant from this kind of source? It's a gray area. Stanley disaffirms these comments, saying that neither he nor his organization have benefited from these projects. The government of Miami did not reply to a request for comment. A person familiar with the government's discussions around Miami Coin says that the city's attorneys vetted the initiative and ensured that accepting the donation was legal under city and state laws. CityCoins has kept expanding since its splashy Miami debut. In November 2021, it kicked off NYC Coin, an identical project for New York City. Stanley had pitched the idea to then-Mayor-elect Eric Adams, also a crypto-believer, during a Zoom meeting of his transition team's technology unit on November 5th. Bloomberg, who was on the call as a member of Adams' transition team, says that an attendee compared Stanley's presentation to an SNL skit. When someone finally asked, well, what can you do with it, Stanley said, we're working on that, but right now there's a great NFT art market in Miami that uses Miami coin, Bloomberg says. And then when we were running out of time, he showed us the coin's branding and color palette. Adams tweeted enthusiastically about NYC coin a few days later. The office of Mayor Adams did not reply to multiple requests for comment. An Austin coin is also in the works. While a proposed Philadelphia iteration was recently nixed by the local government, 
Yet the main problem remains. As of today, all of these coins are purposeless. Miners are burning piles of crypto cash to receive assets that might never have any application whatsoever in Miami or anywhere else. That in turn is affecting their prices. In September 2021, Miami coin was worth around six cents. Since February, its value has been tanking. That is not going down well with some Miami coin miners. On CityCoin's Discord, several people have voiced their discontent, with some reporting losses of 90% or higher, with one user named Sarijapija pithily reporting, Lost all my money with Miami coin, thanks guys. Even Suarez, mere days after Miami received the millions as a donation, toned down his early enthusiasm, telling the Miami Herald that he did not know whether the cryptocurrency was going to work or not, given that innovation doesn't always work. Stanley says that such impatience is misplaced, as the project will take years to fully play out. People do expect things to move at the speed of crypto, he says. One of the things that does not move at the speed of crypto is government. He says that although it might sound odd to launch a coin before it has any application, it is more effective to have techies and users come up with uses for an existing coin. Almost all tokens pretty much start off as a hallucination, starting off with Bitcoin, he says. Stanley points out that 300 developers signed up for a Miami Coin workshop that CityCoins is holding jointly with Miami-Dade College in May as a sign of interest for the future of the project. If you didn't have a coin, those projects wouldn't exist. They're not going to exist in anticipation of a coin, Stanley says. So that's the first thing, and you can use the coin for developing applications specific to a city. The person familiar with the Miami government says that the city is unlikely to play a major role in giving the token a raison d'etre. That is partly down to technicalities, such as the fact that the city cannot hold cryptocurrency on its balance sheet. But in general, the person says the city government sees Miami Coin as a community-driven project. This week, to address the unrest among its supporters, City Coins held a vote to change the rate at which it allows people to create new Miami Coins and NYC Coins, a deflationary move aimed at boosting the price. More important, Stanley says, the change will also allow networks to support a voting system, allowing token holders to put forward and support proposals on how the funds donated to a city might be used. We're in the very beginning stages of setting up the checks and balances, he says. He says that even if the token holders might vote for earmarking the city wallet's fund for a certain project, the government and maybe the citizens of each city would have a say in that process. He also hopes that adding these voting privileges would attract more people who actually live in the cities associated with the coins. This is not a minor point. It is likely most Miami coins, or for that matter, NYC coins, are not held by residents. The organization that has so far produced most city coins, a mining pool named Civita Mining, was founded by a British 15-year-old going by the pseudonym of Asteria, who had previously also worked on stacks. In February, the organization joined Stack's startup accelerator, and Asteria was replaced by Civita's current CEO, an Austin-based former finance professional who goes by the name Bowtie Munib. Bowtie Munib says that the about 1,000 people who are partaking in Civita's mining pool by investing a minimum of 40 stacks are all over the place. They're geographically distributed, he says. Bowtie Munib says that Savita's revenue comes from a 1% fee on the pool's Miami coin and NYC coin outputs. The popularity of both coins has dropped among miners, but he feels optimistic about the project's future. Certainly cities, they're incentivized to create utility for their tokens, he says, because if the value of their city coin does well, then that means more revenue delivered to their city treasury. 
Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from Wired.com. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.